Oh, shit. God damn, Jordan. God damn. Oh, it's so cool. So where's yours? Finally got it. Oh, that's cool. I'm like, oh, he's like, is he watching a trailer? But I'm like, oh, it sounds Star Wars music. Turn it sideways. I want to see how big the box is. Sideways? Yeah, I just want to see how big the box is. Okay, it's not as big as I thought it would be, but still pretty damn big. Oh, massive box. Yeah, okay. Dude, you should feel how heavy this is. This thing is probably in the ballpark of 35 pounds. God damn. Either that or I'm just getting weaker. But yeah, this thing is heavy. Damn. Apparently, I just looked it up. Apparently, it's about 37 pounds. Jeez. Okay, so that's two pounds off. You know, and then obviously, like, I mean, that's just it out of the box, too. So it's like may be slightly heavier than that, but not by much. Well, that's the out of the box or the total? It says 37 pounds, like, for, like, the thing out of the box. Oh, wow. So then the box itself, instructions and everything, wow. I mean, the, the instructions probably adds about, because it's, like, comes in a nice hardcover binded book. Oh, man. Woke up yesterday, checked the stock. It was available. So you gave him a call, and you're like, hey, I'm coming in. I just went for it. Nice. Like the habit, the habit. They're like, please, please, please. Well, I even had kind of still think about pulling the trigger. So I put it on hold. They put my name on it. Then I went walk in the mall for a little bit, then went back and bought it. You're like, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. But you got to remember, I'm like, you got that random six, twelve hundred dollars or something from a 10 year old check. Like, that's just like, that was the universe giving you a Millennium Falcon. That is true. That is true. Yes. Oh, so excited. I now have the most legit, biggest, baddest ass set they ever put out. Nice. I mean, the Coliseum technically has more pieces, but it's still smaller by scale. Yeah. A lot more little details. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're going to get lots of little details. The Falcon. Oh, gosh. That's probably a 30-hour build right there. Probably, yeah. Yeah, that thing, that sucker's heavy, though. I was actually thinking about putting for now, putting the box on top of my bookshelf. I might have to actually do the thing where you screw the shelf to the wall. Because you might actually have to, you probably are going to have to anchor it. Because that thing is, yeah, that's pretty heavy. I, I don't think I'm going to put it up there once I figured out how heavy it was. was like, I mean, I'll make good decoration for a while till I actually build it, like next win- winter when there's a snowstorm. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, Ah, feels good. Feels good. That is badass. Yeah, I even went and sat in my car and called a friend. She was like, yeah, just get it. You need it. Get it. Deserve it. You're going to regret not getting it, and it retires. So I was like, all right, you're right. I'm going to seize the day, and I'm going to go get myself a Millennium Falcon. Fuck yeah, dude. That's sweet. <sighs> All right, well, let's get started here. <clears throat> Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Movies and Brews podcast, where we talk movies 
and we drink some brews. Uh, Jordan, staring through the screen here is Daniel. Hello, hello. Today we are talking a brand new Pixar film, Luca. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and don't get splashed by water. Orin fights with fat cats. And don't eat after midnight. Wrong one. Wrong one. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. All right, Daniel is going to laugh when he sees what I have for just so. Someone gave this to me. It's been sitting in my fridge for probably six months. I've never had one of these before. I am about to try my very first White Claw. Oh, which one? <laughs> Raspberry. No, okay, that's not. That one's so, not too Yeah, bad. it's literally been sitting in my fridge for months now. <laughs> Haven't touched it. And then today I was like, ooh, you know, I, I have Breakside beer in the fridge, but I don't have anything like really new. new. It's like, well, here we go. <laughs> Well, you know, my, the black cherry ones are my least favorite. Oh, oh, not a fan of the raspberry. Uh, it's just uh, kind of quench, a little quenchy. I don't know, just kind of different. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not a beer substitute if you were looking for that. I don't know. It's what all the all the young guys are drinking these days. Oh man. Oh. Wow. I mean, it's not terrible. Just kind of a whoa. <laughs> kind of different. Different, yeah. Different, yeah. Well, I got... Chilo actually brought this back home for me. It's called the Cold IPA from Wayfinder. Ooh. Like and Wayfinder always oh, got some good shit. I haven't been there in a while, but I like them. How is it? Yep, that's fucking delicious. Yeah. Looks better than mine. I'm kind of jealous. Yeah, you should be. It's delicious. <laughs> Oof. Mm. Oh, oh. It's going to take a while to finish know. that one. I'm not like 100% against White Claws. Like, Tyler buys them sometimes, and I drink a few. But I definitely like have to drink very specific flavors. Yeah, there's a few now. I don't know. I've thought about buying a couple back in, just to try them. I mean, what's nice is that they have a lot of variety packs. Like they have lemonade ones, they have like fruit punch ones, they have like their classic variety pack. Like, I don't know. They have a lot of different like things now. So, and they're not all bad, but the black cherry one just tastes like cough syrup to me, and I do not like it. Hmm. This isn't too bad. I mean, you know, I've had plenty of a uh, seltzer water sparkling water just not the I spike remember, kind. it wasn't until like earlier last year um that i had really made an effort to kind of like start drinking seltzer water instead of so much beer like just trying to drink something else that had bubbles in it it's not a big soda guy but i like i took me a while to get into seltzer water like i just didn't like the taste didn't like the feeling of I just didn't like it. Like, I don't know how to explain it. LaCroix's and Lime has been my go-to as far as that stuff goes. Cause like, there's so many weird like coconut flavors and stuff like that. I just, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I started with the lime one cause I was like the easiest one to get down. I remember like one time I was watching a movie or TV show and Gavin walked in and he's like drinking seltzer water. And he's like, gross. I'm like, I remember like, I'm like, just 
I told him like I just keep telling myself it's better than Bud Light. Yeah. Because I'm like, yeah. I've drink I've drank way worse things like Coors Light and Bud Light. I'm like, it's better than those things, so I can drink it. Well, it just it gives you that still that um carbon carbon drink, but it's cutting exactly. back on beer. That's why I started drinking it, was just to cut back on beer and you know, replace it with something else that was cold and carbonated. Exactly. That like I'd yeah. I mean I with these hot days ahead, I have my little mini fridge stocked with the, the lime flavor. Nice. There you go. So I'm ready to go. Well, let's, let's move on here. Do we have anything for our first segment here? Is there anything in the movie news world? Movie I... news? I've got a small handful, um, oh. which is kind of funny because there's two trailers. I only watched one of them, and that's because one this morning when I was watching YouTube, like it felt like every other YouTube video that I watched had a paid promotion like like not a paid promotion in the video but like every other youtube video i watched this morning i felt like the ad in front of the videos like before the video even starts playing was different people from the new suicide squad movie like hey there's a a new look or they say something real cheesy like hey i'm letting you guys watch this early don't tell anybody you know like shit like that it's kind of annoying but then there's like they released the f- the final uh suicide squad or james gunn suicide squad trailer i didn't watch it because i'm like okay i've already seen two movies in the f- or two trailers in the second trailer i'm like i would have liked to see that for myself so i'm like okay i don't need three four however many trailers they put out for the movie like i'm gonna watch it cautiously optimistic because james gunn is doing the suicide squad so cautiously optimistic about this one. And so just so you know, there's a new I watched it. Well, I watched I watched the first two minutes. I think about the two minute mark, I turned it off because they were starting to show too much. But yeah, new new footage, good stuff. I, I liked what I saw. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, this is one I'm definitely anticipating. I know. I'm like, I'm anticipating, but it's like again, it's like it's DC, so I'm like, okay, cautiously optimistic. We'll see how it goes. You know, yeah, I'm just excited. I'm like, okay, I'm in. Yeah, I mean, it looks a lot more fun than the first one did. Yeah, yeah. So then there's that. There is, and like, I hardly even want to mention this, but just because it kind of ties in, but they had a Jurassic World Dominion, which is the new, the third one in the Jurassic World series. They they put out a teaser trailer a couple days ago, but it's like not even really anything. It's just a few shots of some dinosaurs nothing else and I haven't then it seen says, those before and then it's like extended trailer coming out in front of fast nine really yeah okay so well, that'll be cool yeah so there is a new trailer dropping in about a week or well i guess not about a week this week in front of fast nine so something to look forward to when you see it in theaters i'm looking at this thing real quick here some the headline was the flash set photos get first look at michael keaton's bruce wayne didn't see that oh there he is share the screen let me see it fuck to the yes okay all right sharing screen enhance so i'll show you the far away shots and then yeah right there damn that's michael keaton doesn't even really look like Michael Keaton. Uh, like he does, but he doesn't. Okay, all right, just a little, little sneak peek. He looks, right. he looks aged well though, it's like an aged well Bruce Wayne, like old billionaire kind of dude. I 
I like it. I dig it. I, I like the hair cut and style too. Yeah, it looks nice. I like it. <sighs> Can't wait. Can't wait. Very nice. I don't care how shitty the movie is around it. I just can't wait for that. <laughs> I know that that'll be fun. Okay. Well, the only I had a last bit of movie news, which is uh, apparently the there's going to be a live action Snow White reboot because of course you got to ruin the best like the original Disney movie. Oh my gosh! Really? Um, Haven't we well, had? Yeah, of course, she been adapted so King, much over Aladdin, the years. Cinderella, yeah, been, it was only a matter of time. She has so many ad- adaptations. Huntsman and I don't know. I know. But so uh, they cast, announced the casting for Snow White is Rachel Ziegler, Ziegler uh, as the new Snow White. And I looked her up because I'd never heard of her. And she hasn't had, she doesn't have any movie credits that have been released yet. Oh. Like, super but new. she is apparently going to be in the upcoming Steven Spielberg West Side Story in 2021. So that's this year. And then she's also slated for the Shazam Fury of the Gods in 2023. So she has apparently in, I guess, Snow White slated for 2022. So she has her film debut in West Side Story, then Snow White, and then Shazam. So she looks like she's got a strong lineup right out the gate. That's cool. Um, So we'll see. Like I said, Cruella was shockingly fun for what it was, but still not hyped for any of these movies. Again, no. just like, we'll wait and see, because I know I've already seen the better version of the animated one. Right, so well, and like we said, it was Cor- Cruella fun and all, but yeah, I'm not going to revisit it. I don't plan on rewatching it. But yes, so that's all the movie news I got this week. All righty, well... Should I move on here? Anything else you saw this week that you want to share with folks? I think the only thing I saw this week extra, which means I really got to cram my Fast and Furious this week. <laughs> got three movies to go. Is uh, Fast Times of Richmond High was playing at a nearby theater. So I w- was like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so I went and saw Fast Times of Richmond High. Again. Again. Well, I've only seen it twice in theaters, but yes great How movie many times have you seen it outside of theaters probably 20 plus times it's a great times. comedy great characters i think I've, I've talked about it on the show before so yeah i think yeah that was really it for me as far as other movies this week um yeah very nice um i saw two one was actually a brand new movie that they put on netflix called wish dragon um, which is kind of like a Aladdin type story where, you know, kind of down on his luck guy, like more just he lives with his mom and like in their tiny little apartment. Uh, his. What's it called? It's called Wish Dragon. Wish Dragon. It's essentially like, it's the like, you know, the story of Aladdin, which, uh, but it has like a Chinese American take on it. So it, I believe it takes place in China, you know, like this guy has this like best friend with this little girl like at growing up and then she moves away at a young age and then she becomes like an like a superstar like kind of model and he's just still like the same kind of like loser nerd kid so then he gets a wish dragon three wishes you know can't wish for people to fall in line it's almost the exact same rules too like just a tale as old as time i guess <laughs> but you know i i, I enjoyed it uh animation was pretty good overall 
Uh, there were some places, like, I don't know how big this studio is. I'd never heard of them. I'm looking at some stills of it. Before, like, at some parts, I'm like, this good stylized animation, but the animation still looked pretty sharp in most places. But there are some areas that the animation kind of didn't look nearly as good. But I got to say, if it was, like, budgetary restrictions, like, if you're trying to, like, spread your budget out and put it in the right places... Um, I think they did do it because they usually like the what shots that didn't look as sharp were like in the darker shots or like there was an underwater shot where just like the textures on the dragon didn't look very good mm. but it was dark underwater so I'm like okay if you're doing that for budgetary reasons then I think you pick the right spots in the movie to like lessen the graphical fidelity I guess but overall I really liked the movie it was a lot of fun it's just a good time it was like an hour and a half it was on Netflix Saw a little bit of buzz on like TikTok about it, I guess. And so I checked it out and it was a lot of fun. I liked it. Very cool. And then the only other movie I saw was after that, I was just like kind of doing stuff. I put a movie on in the background, but I ended up like watching most of it was I actually just turned on like the Motley Crue, the Dirt movie on Netflix. Oh, nice. I don't know. I was like, yeah, watch it again. I'm like, yeah, I'll turn that on the background, listen to the music, kind of like glance over. Then as I was like, kind of like, yeah, this movie is actually a lot more Look fun. That guy sniffing ants. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm just like, no, I just sat down and watched like the last half of it after like kind of half watching the first half. Still fun, still enjoyable. Definitely like a nice little greatest hits album for Motley Crue. Yeah, I need to rewatch that. <laughs> That's a fun one. Both on Netflix. Well, very cool. Yeah. So yeah, this week I'll be cramming some fast and furious getting ready for fast nine comes out tomorrow as of recording this Woo. it's here um what was i gonna say so you, all right you didn't see episode three of lego masters so we can't talk about that yet not yet not Dang yet because that was a fun one watch episode two of loki that's pretty good that good so far I, yeah i need to get caught up on that I'm a little behind. It's only two episodes in. I mean, third episode comes out tomorrow. Okay. Well, I'm getting behind, so I got to do some catching up. All right. Well, let's move into our main movie on tap here, and let's talk Luca. Luca. Luca, brand new Pixar film, and yeah, I always look forward to new, the next Pixar film. I do too. Very, very I few are there ever. I... Except for Cars. Like, I never saw any of the Cars sequels. Yeah, I didn't either. But I look forward to just about every Pixar movie because even though if I don't know, like, whether if it's going to be like high echelon, like a Toy Story or Bugs Life or I'm trying to think of some others off the top of my head. But, you know, like, even if it's not, like, their, like, top-tier best work, like, you still know it's going to usually be a, a cut above other anima- animated movies around. Yeah, and I would say this definitely was. I, I still enjoyed it. I watched it this afternoon. Really wish they would have put this in theaters because I would have been at a theater, no problem, to sit down and yeah, watch this. that was the weird part about this. Like, usually they do a dual release, but they specifically just put Luca on Disney+. And I assume that's because a lot of people complain. It's like, well, you know, you put... Like I pay you what six dollars, seven dollars a month, you know, and people complain about their premier access. I'm like, well, what's the like? I have to pay for the subscription, then pay for the premium movies. So I think it's just like, yeah, like well, you know, because they did it with Soul too. That 
there's only been a small handful of movies that they put directly on the service without you having to pay extra. So I think they're just really trying to boost like the value of it with like free Pixar movies at home. You know, I don't know. But like I said, I would have loved to see them in theaters because just watching like how bright and colorful this, and it was like a nice, like stylized, but still very clean mm-hmm. animation that it was just like, I would have definitely liked to see this in like 3D or like on a nice XD screen because it would have looked really good. Oh gosh, yeah, next day that would have been awesome. I like that it took took place in Italy. That was fun. Yeah, no, the setting was great. Like in yeah, in Italian like not countryside, but like kind of just like next to the water, like next to the ocean. Just like a nice little like Italian villa. And it was cute. It was like a very small scale story too. Yes, which I, I, I like those small scale stuff sometimes better. I mean, than... yeah, like Pixar's uh Pixar's good at building big worlds, but like also have intimate details. This is more of like, you know, like pulled back not pulled back a little bit. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's a little bit smaller scale, but I am a sucker for nice little slice of life movies or and or TV shows. And this was like a nice little slice of life. Like one of the things that I really liked about it was just like, there wasn't like really huge amounts of stakes. Like there was, but there wasn't. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing. I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, but I was tricked by the trailers into thinking that it was the other way around. It was humans that had, I thought it was humans that had fish abilities or somehow came across having fish abilities and longing to be in the sea versus sea monsters that could turn into human and long to be on the surface. I had it backwards watching the uh, trailers. Oh, okay. Interesting. So that was a pleasant little surprise there. Nice. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess, what is it? Initial thoughts are just like going in, super excited because Pixar. Would have loved to see it in theaters, but also nice that I can just watch it at home too. Um, Even though theater would have looked a lot better. Yeah. But, you know, overall, like, pretty good with this like i really really enjoyed the movie like it's just comforting like it's a nice little like slice of life like nothing too depressing like i was kind of a little bit graceful grateful but also i don't know like you kind of like you expect pixar to gut punch you and when they don't you're like well was it even good if you didn't like cry your eyes out at the end But I was thinking about that. I'm like, well, does that make it better when they just like tug on my emotions? Like, does that make the movie better? Or can they just make a movie that doesn't do that? And do people still consider it good? Because I feel like when I didn't cry at the end, I'm like, well, is it as good as other Pixar movies? Because I didn't cry. I I was asking myself the same thing. I mean, I I didn't like cry, cry. But I was like, oh. But at the same time, like it is nice to have just like a cute little movie, like a nice little slice of life, like breather. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can just pop that on and be like, yeah, this is a nice, relaxing, good time. Not really like a huge amount of stakes, not a lot of horrible shit that's going to happen. Like this is just kind of nice. That's a pretty simple story. Yeah. Two sea monsters want to blend into the human world and they want to win a scooter, a triathlon. (laughs) Well, yeah, they want to win a triathlon so they can take the prize money and go get themselves a scooter and go travel the world. A Vespa. A Vespa. Yeah. So good story. Yeah. yeah, good simple plot. And along the way, they you know they befriended the little girl, and yeah, from there, yeah, she talks talks to them about the triathlon and like, well, let's cr- create a team. 
yeah i i don't know i thought it was a very cute film i liked all the characters in it uh yeah it was just a lot of fun yeah i'm trying to look up the girl's voice it's julia yeah i only, I only recognized a couple of the voices but julia, julia. yeah i mean uh, the the Alberto. actor who plays luca is like the same kid from like the good boys like wonder he was the kid in the room kid in the room oh that kid in the room oh hey, wait got murdered in doctor sleep right, right 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 oh so that is like the kid from the room oh the main kid in in wonder too and then i believe yeah yeah and the wow okay actor who plays alberto is the kid from uh shazam he's in it <laughs> Uh, he's in a lot of stuff too. I mean, it and Shazam are probably the biggest ones. Looks like he's been in some TV stuff too, but mostly just like it and Shazam. Yeah, and obviously it too. Jacob Tremblay, cool. Okay, yeah, he's a he's a really good child actor. He's like really good. I loved him in Wonder in the Room. Yeah, and it looks like Julia, the girl who plays Julia, Lucas, her first uh, movie role. She was in a TV series that started in 2020. I mean, I also got Maya Rudolph in one episode. So damn, what a breakout role for her! Like, I really like the the little girl, like Julia, Julia's character in the movie too. She was hilarious. She cracked me up. They're all just like a bunch of oddballs. Like, she's just an oddball because she's just a weird kid. They're oddballs, like because they're literally fish out of water. Yeah, literally. <laughs> you know, so I, it it like made a really enjoyable combination of just like you she's like i can't tell if you guys are just strange or if you're really stupid it's funny you know and i just i really liked i don't know i just really liked the movie like it was nice it was breezy it was fun like yeah like the stakes are well the stakes are like the worst case scenario is like yeah oh they like they'll they might kill us if they find out but they also that that concept almost takes a backburn like they mention it throughout the movie but it doesn't feel like a huge part of the movie mm-hmm. you know i just love the big like just even the whole beginning of it like when you're seeing like the pixar and disney logos come up just the music in the background totally pulled me in yeah you know one of the things that i would have really liked that they didn't do is while they do like start with the underwater world I would have liked a little bit more in like their underwater society. Like it starts out that way. He's like herding the fish sheep. I don't know what to call them, <laughs> you know? And they have like this little like uh country, like I guess Italian countryside lifestyle, like where like they're farmers or fish herders. I don't know what to call them. I don't know. Um, it, was, it was hilarious. You know, they have though. this like little yeah. like simple He's idealistic. A little shepherd that wants more. Like countryside <laughs> life just very yeah, simple it definitely has some like, little perfect. mermaid vibes even though she came from like royalty but it still had some little mermaid vibes like oh the surface i want to go up there but yeah you I know i did think more. i did think about that too when we go to Albert, alberto's uh hangout and he's like look at all this stuff isn't it cool i'm like look at this stuff isn't it neat um i definitely did get those vibes at some parts especially in that section that i just mentioned but you know i would have liked a little bit more like 
world building underwater because we move very quickly from like hey this is underwater it's how things are to hey uh we're gonna go to the surface and then the whole movie pretty much takes place on the surface yeah i mean i, I liked seeing him sneaking out and coming back that was fun getting trolled by his parents threatening to send him to his, the deep sea with his uncle that was funny <laughs> i did love them over like punch his heart no you gotta like really punch it <laughs> you really gotta punch it <laughs> that was pretty funny I mean, I love that. That was like a little, that was kind of creepy. I'm like, if I was like a really, really little kid, that probably would have freaked me the fuck out. Like just <laughs> this creepy bioluminescent fish and you can just see all of his organs through his skin. <laughs> I'm like, well, sure. Well, accurate. Terrifying. And also as far as like, that's really fucked up. I think like even for... Like, that's not a normal punishment. That is, like, super fucked up punishment. If you, like, take a kid who lives near the surface, you're like, no, no, no. You're going to go on, like, to the Mariana Trench, which is the deepest part of the ocean. And you're just going to live there now without any sunlight or anything. I'm like, dude, that's that's really messed up. Yeah, it's like going to the, uh, gosh, what do they call those in prisons? The uh... solitary. Solitary confinement for, yeah, for a while for punishment exactly like i'm like damn that is that it's is like, no thanks but i yeah like you're saying i just start to finish i just sat back had a good time it never gets boring like it, it continuously is just the pace is great it goes down smooth um like the characters of quite a bit especially you know you see him form a friendship with first with alberta and then they meet julia and then the three of them form a bond i uh, like just great moments with them like sleeping outside in her tree house while she's in her room uh, mm-hmm. Some of my favorite moments were like Julia talking to Luca about space and just explaining all that to him, just blowing his mind, telling him that no, that's blowing not his a mind fish. Of... That's that's a star. Yeah. that's the moon. That that stuff I thought was just great. I I loved it. Um, yeah, again the score I thought was great. Great score all throughout. Uh, I loved the setting of it. The town, beautiful. Excuse me. Um, her dad. I liked her dad's character. I fisherman missing an arm and everything. Gosh, what was his name? What was this the deal with her parents though? There, so they were separated, I guess. Her mom lived near the school that she takes a train to. Yeah, and summer she goes break, and lives comes... with like her dad during the summers, but during the school year she goes home, and she goes to school. Okay, but I was like telling Sean, like, damn, what a great place to spend your summer. Yeah, <laughs> like beautiful. Gorgeous. water nice small little town yeah great stuff um i think some other favorite moments there's uh, I, just, I just loved all of it it was just so much fun to sit back and we'll just watch these characters watch their friendships and bonds grow you know they get into some um tension and you know kind of go the separate ways for a brief moment but yeah obviously come back together spoiler <laughs> but yeah spoiler. great moments though with them getting wet and uh like oh gosh i'm a fish hide yeah i mean like it definitely had some fun moments and then like the one like kind of like really big moment where they have that happen we're just like oh shit that's kind of fucked up man i love the okay but um you know i really like the characters loved alberto and luca like their little like little montage them just like having the best time of their lives on the surface and like you know shal and i are both like man that's a that's a friend for life right there Mm -hmm. you know and it's just I don't know. It was very cute. I honestly like really did like their relation because like Luca develops uh, 
strong relationship with Julia, but I like how Alberto, like, yeah, he was a little jealous of that, but he also develops a really strong relationship with Julia's father. Yeah. And I really thought like, that was like one of my favorite things about the movie. Well, that, just, it was kind of the void he was missing in his life too. Like, you know, but he's like, Hey, you need to come help me. Like the strong one, come help me fish. And he's like, Oh, you actually know what you're doing. And they, like they have that cute little bond. I mean, they really showcase that when like after they have that huge blow up towards like the uh, end of the second act, leaning into the third act about Julia finding out that Alberto is like, I don't even know what to call him, like a fish person, like merman. I don't know. Just a sea creature. Sea creature, underwater monster. Underwater monster, yeah. But she finds out she's he's a sea creature, you know, and then they go back to the house after Alberto swims away and, you know, and her dad's like, where's Alberto? I made, I made his favorite. She's like, oh, he's, he's gone. He's not coming back or something like that. And I just left, like, it almost made me tear up a little bit. The, the dad's like, well, I'm still going to go look for him because I feel like he's lost and he needs my help, essentially. Uh, I'm like, damn, that's a really sweet moment. Like, I really, really enjoyed that relationship that they, that they developed with him and Alberto. Ooh, pop quiz. What was the movie poster in the background when they're talking at the fountain with Julia? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't notice. You didn't notice. All right. <laughs> it was called Roman Holiday, film from 1953, starring Gregory Peck and Audrey Hepburn. Okay, I've seen that movie. Yeah, I've seen the movie. Yeah, I have. Okay. Anyway, yeah, the poster of it was in the in the background that's pretty funny but it was all in um italian oh okay God, okay that makes a lot more sense but it's them on really, a vespa <laughs> i did not make the connection or scooter at least <laughs> yeah i can think i can remember that exact moment in the, but yeah the that was that was fun too. yeah yeah i like how like it's just because i yeah, i kept looking at like that looks familiar i, I oh yeah Oh, yeah. I've actually never seen the movie. You've seen it, though? Yeah. I mean, Kylie's huge into Audrey Hepburn, at least for a while. So, you know, it's one that I just eventually saw just because that's what we were watching one night. (laughs) But, oh, man, I'm trying to think of... I don't know, like, the just freaking... The, the movie looked gorgeous. This The sequence of those parents looking for him was great, too. Oh, yeah. And I, like, kind of getting spo- I guess, like, for, I guess for, yeah, spoilers from this point on. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that sequence of them looking for them, like splashing kids, like the soccer sequence where the moms knock them all into the fountain. Yeah, just to check. And then, like, during the race, they're handing out water and splashing the kids. <laughs> water balloons. <laughs> you know, I really like that because, like, yeah, they don't know what's going to happen when they go to the service and they have a small freak out like holy shit like who are you and be like i'm i'm your husband who are you oh that was funny and like that was great the parents had like a lot of good humor too but yeah i loved how the mom just like i'll know my son when i see him then just sees like a, a ton of kids in the like the square and she's like oh i have no idea what i'm doing now <laughs> i like when they knocked the first kid who's eating ice cream into the water <laughs> yeah he's just like you're coming home with me just like <gasps> And just like pushes them into the water and be like, 
it starts crying like why would you do that but like, okay we gotta go we gotta so go funny. we gotta go yeah that was uh yeah they they were definitely the comic relief the two parents I mean, there's still some good humor from other characters but they were definitely the comic relief those two and yeah, yeah i had a good time with them uh but yeah i, I will say that it was that i say tear jerky but it was pretty emotional when um when alberto he's like all right well let's go fix up our our bike and get going our vesper and get going and he's like i sold it and then he hands him the ticket to go to school with julia yeah yeah that, that <laughs> did make me tear like okay i didn't like cry cry i definitely did tear up in a few moments though you know like was i wasn't bawling my eyes out again when he hands but, him the ticket yeah, like that was cute i mean like yeah he's just like you know like this isn't for me but also you know like he goes off to school or luca goes off to school but alberto's like stays with uh julia's dad you know, he's just like, I'm just going to be here. I'm going to help him with the fish. I'm going to, you know, like carve his own way out. And I'm like, well, that's good. I'm glad they did that for Alberto too. Like, I just honestly just really, really love that. Yeah, I was abandoned. He was counting the days for his dad to come back and never, never showed up. Eventually gave up counting. I know that was really depressing. I'm like, that's how long his dad's been gone. And I was like, I remember thinking like, he probably stopped counting, even though like, that's a long time anyway. Then he's like, yeah, I did stop counting. I was like, yeah. Poor kid. Yeah. Dad's dead or abandoned. I don't know. That's uh, yeah. You're right. I guess he, I guess he could have gone off hunting or something and just died, been killed. So I mean, he could have been caught by yeah. a fisherman or something. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't think of that. Yeah, you're right. I, I, I guess I was thinking more of abandonment, but you're right. His dad could just be dead. Yeah. But thankfully, Julia's father's there, and yeah, yeah, him on the train though, going off the. I kept thinking Hogwarts. He's on his way to Hogwarts, but yeah, him on the train on his way to school was just like oh, touching. And then the roll credit sequence of still shots of all of them in school, the big telescope, writing letters to Alberto, all that was good stuff. Yeah, it was it was really cute. I had a good time though. Good time, yeah, great time. Yeah, yeah. I, guess I like. I don't really have anything else. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. Like, it's very like simple it's film, cute, but very it's effective. It's gorgeous, and it's very simple and low-key. And just under an hour and a half. Just under an hour and a half, like most Pixar movies. And there is a post-credit sequence. Yeah, just a little cute little snippet with the uncle from the deep. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> ah, well, carcass just went in my mouth. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. When I was looking it up earlier um just like a list of all the pixar movies because you know like i was still trying to like answer for myself like what makes a good pixar movie like just because i didn't cry my eyes out does that mean it's not as good as other movies and i still really haven't like landed on anything like i really really liked it i liked like it was a nice slice of life and i'm looking at like i guess as far as did you like it better than um onward onward see i don't know there's a lot of stuff i i want to say no just because there's a lot of nerd stuff in onward that really just checks off a lot of boxes for me i'd have to see onward again but i think overall as much as i like the brothers going on an adventure together in onward Mm -hmm. and trying to reconnect with their lost father i still enjoyed the friendship of the three in this one that i think i'd have to bump luca up just a little above onward yeah one thing i was trying to you know, work out in my head is, you know, like, uh, 
Pixar got like in the last five to 10 years, they really got caught up in doing sequels to other movies, which isn't bad. But then they announced like going forward for their like the foreseeable future, they were going to focus on new IPs. And since about what is it, 20 since 2017, which I think around where they made that announcement, they've had as far as original, they've had Coco, Onward, Soul, and Luca. And as far as like, you know, they have like Pixar's got such an iconic, like high echelon, like past that as far as like, I was thinking about this, like Luca was good. I really like the animation of soul and like the interesting, like point that soul was trying to make. And I really loved onward, but I still think as far as like modern Pixar go, I still don't think they've, I think Coco falls under the high echelon. Uh, Pixar umbrella. But I don't really think the la- like Onward, Soul, or Luca really quite come close enough. Or like it, it, it's somewhere in the middle. I definitely don't think it's like low tier. But it's no, I don't know. I don't think so either. Like I still think it's hard to rate that. God, that might be something we have to do someday. Is do a list where we rate Pixar films. Gosh, that'd be so hard. So that would be really hard. Yeah, like I said, like so that's was something I was kind of thinking of because I'm like, yeah, I think as far as like modern Pixar, Coco is like still falls under high echelon because the animation was mind-boggling beautiful mm-hmm. you know the story was incredible and it just it, it was really great and the songs in it were really good <laughs> you know so i don't think like luca comes close like close enough to coca like i don't think it at least matches it i think it falls short as far as like new ips i think coco still is it, just, just a little bit i don't know Personally, like that's but I love just how soul I too, but I also love jazz. So I don't know. It's it's hard to rate these. All very no, good he, though. They're all very cute, and no matter what, like they're still good, very watchable movies. Like they're like at worst, like a Pixar movie's watchable. And I think there's really only one. Like some people say Brave, although I really did enjoy Brave for the most part. I think the only one that falls under the watchable category is The Good Dinosaur. Yeah, and I still like that a lot. Like I don't. I didn't, I mean, I to be I fair, I like this better than with it, but I last, thought it was really cute. I say I like this better than the last two movies we watched in the Heights and <laughs> Cruella. <laughs> Definitely better than those two. <laughs> yeah, I would say I'd like Luca better than those two. As totally well. different type of movie, but I liked it better than those two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I'm also just a sucker for animation, especially Pixar. Like I'll always look forward to the next Pixar movie. Cause even when they're not as good as previous movies, which you know, it's hard to even compare them to was their previous, a, like their predecessors. That, like the house that built Pixar is Toy Story. You know. What about the Mitchells versus the Machines? Not Pixar, but I, I don't know. That's that's, that's tough. hard. Because I really, really like that movie too. That one had good laughs in it. Oh gosh, that is tough. I don't know, but also I guess like the conclusion that I came to thinking about this, like, well. Like, I don't think anything really, like, of modern Pixar, I think Coco is, like, falls under, the only one that falls under, like, high echelon Pixar. Mm -hmm. But I also don't think, like, everything needs to be a Toy Story. Like, yeah, we want everything to be a Toy Story. We want everything to be, like... We all um, want that Toy Story 3 ending where we're like, Or, yeah, like, Inside Out. Like, we don't, like, yeah, we want all those things, but I don't think it needs, every Pixar movie needs to be that. You know? No. And yeah, I think I, I like so I think crying. for a while like I just wanted everything to be like that. So when like watching like Find Well, I never watch Cars Three, but like maybe Finding Dory. Finding Dory was still pretty good though. Um, 
so yeah like even though like yeah it, it's I think it's a mistake to try and like go into every Pixar movie and be like, I hope this next Toy Story. I think that's just self-sabotage. It is. So I don't know. I, I think overall I do still enjoy Pixar. Like they haven't really put out a bad movie. Like the every, only one wanting every Marvel movie to be the next. And I say that's still pretty damn good. Yeah, I think so. I still give this a solid A. Yeah. Same. I, I was going to say, it's like, it's like uh, wanting the next Marvel movie to be the Winter Soldier. Please be another Winter Soldier. Which... Watching the trailers for Black Widow. Please be another Winter Soldier. Please be another Winter Soldier. That'd be pretty sweet. Cool spy thriller. Yes. But yeah, I don't know. And what was it? Next year, early next year, on March 11th of 2022, they have another one coming out called Turning Red, which is about a girl that turns into a red panda or something. They only like post, they have, there's no trailer, like no real story details. There's just like a pick uh, a poster that they announced like i think at last year's like d23 or something but i don't know overall i, I really like the movie and i think pixar still got a winning streak i did too yeah and these blue creatures got me excited for the next avatar <laughs> whenever that comes out it's not coming yeah. 2031 but according to cameron that's after judgment day so <laughs> Well, I guess technically we're after Judgment Day right now, because that happened in 1997. Yeah, we're way past Judgment Day. Yeah. <laughs> now it's the War of the Machines. Ah, yeah, once that theater that we were talking about earlier, when are they going to play T2? Joy Cinema? I don't know. Oh, God. I'd, I'd probably go twice in the same week to see that in theaters. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those movies like, yeah, I like second-run theaters, but like I also want to see some new second-run stuff. Sounds like a Mortal Kombat this week. Yeah, but not, I would when you said Mortal Kombat, and I'm like, ooh, like the Joy Simon like does usually does throwbacks. I'm like, I'd go see the 1990, you know, Mortal Kombat in theaters. That'd be sweet. And then I saw it was like the new one. I'm like, oh, I mean, that was okay. Yeah, the 1995 one that would have been. I, don't know, I thought about seeing the new one. I would definitely just. I like still want to go see Wrath of Man. That looks pretty good. But yeah. Well, next week, start gearing up and shifting. Fast 9 is here. Yeah, and they're going to make Fast and Furious movies. I think they are already on track for... I think they announced that 10 and 11 are going to be shot back-to-back. So there's going to be at least two more. I wonder if Justin Lin will be directing them. Who knows? Personally, I think they should try the uh, Mission Impossible Fallout director. That would be pretty sweet. I think we get good story and six stunts out of it too, which would be awesome. That'd be interesting. Like I said, they're they're just dumb fun. I finally come around to them like a few years ago. Are we going to Mars next? <laughs> yeah, just fuck those Martians. Let's race. Yeah, let's go these, race. Some. These Martians don't give a shit about family. Some rovers on the surface. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It'll be like, uh, what was it? Ad Astra mixed with Fast 9. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. All right, well, let's uh, wrap it up here. That is our review for Luca. Streaming right now on Disney+. Plus. Don't have to pay premium. Unfortunately, it's on theaters. Sorry, everybody. Uh, but yeah, I definitely say check it out, especially if you got kids. Fun time. 
I think Daniel agrees. He's nodding. I'm, I do. I exactly. definitely agree. Cool. Well, where can they find us, Daniel? They can find us online, movies underscore brews on Instagram and Twitter. All right, everybody. Thanks for sharing the show. We appreciate it. And we'll talk to you next time on Movies and Brews. Cheers. Cheers. Got to dump the rest of this white cloth. Oh,